is I actually put um, scriptures there for you to read to help you answer those questions and to look at it. Amen. So number one, to help you get ready for rapture is you need to abound in love. Mm-hmm. Love. Yes. Love. Okay? Look at that second question that I put in there. I put, what is our motivation to love? What's your motivation to love? Mm-hmm. Look at those two scriptures right there. Read it, study it, examine it. And then, who do you know, okay? Who do you know who needs to hear of God's love before you leave? Because I'm leaving. I'm leaving soon. When Jesus calls me, when Jesus comes and says, come back, I'm gone. But before I leave, I need to share the love of God with as many people as I can. My family, I need to share the love of God with them. My co-workers, I need to share the love of God with them. My community, I need to share the love of God with them. That's right. This, this Navajo nation, this Navajo nation needs to know the love of God. Can you imagine what's going to happen? There's going to be breakthrough. There's going to be breakthrough. So, so we, need to, we need to abound in love. Number two is this. You need to be established in your faith. In your faith. What do you need to do to make sure that your faith is established, rooted, and grounded? And then what do you need to do to obey the commands? So if you read 1 Corinthians 16, 13. See? Now, the third one is this. Our confidence and hope. And hope. What is our hope? What is your hope? What is your hope? I hope that I sleep well tonight. I hope that I have enough money to pay my bills. I hope that that I won't get sick. I hope that I won't catch the virus. What's your hope? My hope is that when Jesus calls me, that I'm going to be taken up with him. That's my hope. I don't want to be left here. And then my hope is that I want, to, I want to live and reign with Jesus for a thousand years. Yes, Lord. And then my hope is that I want to spend eternity forever and ever yes, with God. Yes. That's my hope. Yes. That's my hope. And then I want that for, for all of you. I want that for my family. I want that for my kids. I want that for, for anybody I come in contact with. I want them to know Jesus. I want them to know God. Yes, that's See, right. that's why we're having that men's conference. It's coming Friday and Saturday. I want the men to step up. Yes, amen. Men need to step up. Yes. Why are the men sitting back? Yes. Men are not created to sit back. Amen. Men are created yes. to stand up and move yes. Yes. and, and yes. take their family. Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Amen. What kind of men? Oh, my gosh. You know, don't, don't, don't get me going here, but, you know, man, I, I see men, they talk so macho. Yeah. They talk so, like, I can, I can handle that, I can do this, I can do that. But when they come to church, they just, you know, or they don't want to come to church. Just, they, just the, the wife goes and the kids go. See? But where's your hope? And then look at, look at Psalms. This one right here really, really, really stood out to me. 
So actually, let's go to Psalms 33:20. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Is it good? Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So let's look at Psalms 33. And then look at verse 20. And uh, the, 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 the question that I wrote right here. Put this scripture as a prayer in your own words. Okay? As a prayer in your own words. Put this scripture as a prayer in your own words. Look, it says, Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Oh, Lord God, you are my help. You are my shield. Whenever I need help, Lord, you come to my rescue. Oh, Father God, you know, put it in your prayer. Put it in your prayer. And my soul, Lord, I wait for you. I'm waiting for you. Because when you return, Lord God, when you call me back, I'm gonna, I want to meet you there in the air. And I want to reign with you forever and ever. Amen. Yes. See, put that prayer in your own words. And then I want my family to know you as well, Lord God. I want my kids to know you, Lord God. I want my kids to reign with you as well in heaven forever and yes. ever. See, that scripture right there, put it in your own words in a prayer. Yes, amen. Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. And then um, number four is this, unblameable in holiness. You know, define Holiness. And then explain in your own words what it means to be holy. Mm -hmm. And then this third one right here is real important. How important is it to be found holy when Jesus returns for us? Because you don't know the day, the time, the hour. You don't know. You don't want to be at the wrong place when Jesus returns. You don't want to be doing the wrong thing when Jesus returns. You don't want to be doing any of that. You want, to, you want to be holy. So be holy as, as much as you can every Amen. single day. Amen. As much as you can. And then the last one is this. Steadfast in service. In service. Okay? And, and actually, let's go all the way down to that, that last two questions. What is your service for Jesus? What are you doing for Jesus? What are you doing for Jesus? You know, I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. So if you were to look at, look at yourself, what am I doing for Jesus? What am I doing for Jesus? And then that last question, how can you serve him even more as the time for departure draws near? How can you serve him even more? How can you serve him even more? I, I have a testimony too. So we have this men's conference coming up Friday and Saturday. Saturday we're going to have a, a little cookout, a little dinner. And, and, you know, I was putting all this together. And then I was just praying about it. I said, Lord God, you know, you know how, 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 how is this going to all happen, Lord God? I just give it to you, put it in your hands, trust you. I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. And, and here I got some good news tonight. And, and here I heard, you know what, Saturday you don't have to do nothing. A person came in and said they're going to prepare all the meal for you. Yep. Amen. See, what is your service? So I believe God spoke to that person. Yep. And that person answered and said, I want to do this. Yes. 
Not for me, not for you, not for the men, but for God. Yes, amen. For God. For God. For Jesus. For Jesus. For Jesus. For Jesus. So this here, when you look at this here, this here should motivate you. Yes, amen. This here should get you excited. Yes. Because it, it, it's it's not to get you scared. No. It's going to come. It's going to happen. I'm going to be raptured. I'm going to come back to my glorious body. I'm going to live and reign with Jesus for a thousand years. And I'm going to, I'm going to live with and be in the presence of God forever and ever through eternity. See? Right there. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to fear. Nothing to be scared of. And there, there was a lot of things that, that um, so much things. That, 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 that last week we talked about the, the signs. But um, look at Daniel. Okay, let's go to Daniel. Okay. So just, just, just bear with me and we'll go through this as long as we can. Okay? And we always have time unless Jesus returns to continue. The main thing is that you understand, that you yes. know, Thank you know. Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Yes. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to, 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 to show you God's word. So uh, Daniel 9, verse 24. Okay, and before we read this, here's my question to you. What is the purpose of the tribulation? What is the purpose of the tribulation? What is the purpose of this right here? Why did God say this is going to happen? Why did God say this is going to take place? Why did he say that? Why? What's the purpose of the tribulation? So Daniel chapter 9 verse 24. It says uh, 70 weeks are determined. So 70 weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So 70 weeks. So that 70 weeks equals seven years. So that's the seven-year tribulation. So 70 weeks are determined for your people, okay? For your people and for your holy city. So, so who are the people of God? Us and then also the, the Jews. And then the holy city, we know, is where? In Jerusalem, okay? To finish the transgression. To make an end of sins. Just what Brenda said. And then look. To make reconciliation for iniquity. And then look. To bring in everlasting righteousness. And then look. To seal up vision and prophecy. And then look. And to anoint the most holy. So right there is your answer. What is the purpose of the tribulation? What is the purpose? Amen. To bring an end to sin. Wow. To bring an end to sin. Okay. So when God, from the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? And then he created all those things that are in the earth, the animals, everything, the land. He separated 
uh, you know, all these things. You got the water, you got the, 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 the stars and the skies, all this thing. He created it. He made it. And then, who did he make? He made, he made Adam, right? And then he made who? Eve. Eve. And when Adam and Eve were created, everything in this world was what? Perfect. Good. Good. How would you like to live in a perfect world? Wow. How would you like to live in a perfect world? How would you like to live in a perfect world? No more pain. No more, no more suffering. No more crying. No separation. You know, none of that. Yeah, no more of that separation. No more, no more mask. Wow. Yes, and that's the thing right there that I, that I found out. Because right now, we cannot come before God and look at God. Because of our unrighteousness. Because of sin. We cannot. God is too holy. He's too holy. Look at, look at Moses. Remember Moses? Moses, he, he says, I want to see you, God. God says, no. So, so he told Moses, just put your face down. And then God came by right there. See, God is holy. But when we get to this point, eternity, forever and ever, We'll be right there. We're going to see God. Yes, amen. Yeah. You're going to see God. Yes. Think about that. Amen. Can you imagine? You're going to see God. You're going to see God. Oh, I want to see God. 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 The real Father. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can't help. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. I want to see God. Right now, in heaven, when we get to that place, you know what? You're not just going to be sitting there like that. You're going to be worshiping God. You're going to be worshiping God. You're going to be worshiping God. So why? Why? When it comes to praise and worship, you should be getting yourself ready. Yes, that's right. You should be getting yourself ready. Yeah, I'm getting ready to, to see my God. Oh, I'm getting ready. Lift up your hands. Jump. Praise God. Clap your hands. You know? Do it now because, because you want to get yourself ready. You want to get yourself prepared. Don't wait until you have to go through all of this. No. Don't wait until then. And then here's the other thing too. Say, I'm standing on behalf of my kids. Here are my kids worshiping God. Yes, amen. See? Take yes. their spot. Yes. Take their spot. Yes. I'm, I'm, here's, here's my son worshiping God. Yes. Here's my daughter worshiping God. Amen. You know, yes. and when you're singing and when you're praising him, that, you know, do that. Yes. Yes. Do that. Yes. Do that. Yes. Because right now, who's standing in the gap for us? Jesus. Jesus is praying for every single one of us. Because he wants us to get to where he's at. Mm -hmm. He wants us to get there. And he's standing in the gap. And he's praying to the Father. He's saying, no, no. You know, if they confess as, as, my, as their Lord and Savior, they are saved. 
because I went to the cross for them. I paid the price for them. They don't need to go through all of that. See? That we can do that the same way for our, our people that we love. Stand in the gap for them. Stand in the gap for them. For your husband, for your wife, for your children, for your mother, for your father. So, so like Debbie, stand in the gap for your kids. Say, this is Sheldon worshiping God. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. This is my husband right here confessing Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Do that, do that, do that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes, thank you. Praise God. So the purpose of the tribulation, that's the purpose right there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now look, okay. When 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 um when Adam, okay, go back to Adam. So Adam and Eve, they messed up, huh? Yep. Right? Yep. They messed up. How did they mess up? Yeah, deceive, disobey. Who did they disobey? God. Right? And because of their deception that they fell for, because of their they they got because of their disobedience, you know what they did? You see that door right there? That door is closed, right? They opened that door for sin to come in. So now we have that sinful nature. Mm-hmm. All of us. Yeah. And I always hear that, oh, this baby is so cute and precious and innocent. Never done anything wrong. <laughs> False. He's born yeah. into mm-hmm. Because the blood mm-hmm. in that child is full of sin. Mm-hmm. That's why when Jesus was born, he was free of that. And this is what I found out. Mm-hmm. You, want, you want science? People say, believe the science, right? Okay? Here, here's the science that's, uh, that, that backs up scripture. And, and what I'm saying is this. The blood, so the blood that's in you, you know what? It came from your father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not your mother. That's right. That's science. Yeah. And here as Native Americans, what do we say? We go by our mother's. That don't make sense. If I'm from my father, see, I came from my father. The the bloodline from my father is in me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I should have, my father should be my clan, and I should be born for my mother. (laughs) That's why for me, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be bold with you right now. Amen. I don't tell people who I am as part of my clan. That's right. Yes. Amen. Because this is what I say. I say, I'm a child of God. Yes. yes. Amen. I'm a descendant of yes. Abraham. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That's who I am. Amen. Yes. That's me. Yes. That's right. Hallelujah. No, and I don't say any because you know what? Did you ever do you ever know about the clan where that came from? It's an idol. It's an idol. Mm-hmm. It's an idol. Mm-hmm. And so, so Adam. So, so, so the reason why Jesus was 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 free of sin, because who gave birth to Jesus? 
Mary, Mary. right? And then Mary was already in this world, right? Mm -hmm. But where did the blood come from? God. From the Father. And the Father is holy, mm -hmm. without sin. Yep. That's why she, was, she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit to bring forth Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus was the perfect mm -hmm. sacrifice. Amen. Free Jesus. of yes. sin. Yes. Wow. Yes. Makes sense? Yes, that's right. Makes sense? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, we had this question, and then Sharon asked me this that one time. She goes, well, why do people sin? Because God will get the glory. But here's the other question. How come... God didn't put a stop to it right at that moment when it was just Adam and Eve and when sin came into this world. How come God didn't just finish it right then yeah. and there? Yeah. He could have done it because we talk about God, right? He's sovereign, right? He's all-powerful. He's in control. He can do whatever he pleases. He can do whatever he wants. But how come when that happened, the minute that took place, how come God didn't put a stop to it right then and there and say, no, this is not why I created Adam and Eve. No, Satan, and throw him into the lake of fire right then and there. He could have put a stop to it. Yeah. He could have. He could have. But how come he didn't? We, we, for us, we have a, a free will to choose. Mm -hmm. and, and that that's so, but we weren't here at that time. But when, from the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then God created Adam and Eve, and then you know what? God created all the angels. See, angels yeah. were created all from the beginning. Yeah. And when Satan decided to be better than God because of pride, the, the word of God says that Satan took with him. How many? A third yes. of the angels yes. followed Satan. Mm -hmm. And if God would have put a stop to it right then and there, these other angels would have saw what God had done and they would have got scared. Mm -hmm. They would have said, whoa, look at this. Look what God just did. If he does that to Lucifer, if he does that to Satan, what, what do you think he can do to us? They're going to be afraid of God. That's why he didn't do it. Because he wants the angels to worship God freely. Yes. The same way he wants us to worship God freely. That's why he didn't put a stop to it right then and there. So now, look. Because of what they did, because of sin coming into this world, now everything has to play out now. Yep. Yes, that's right. Everything has to play out now. Yep. That's why all these things are going to happen. Yep. All these things are going to take place. But look, it's going to all come back. It's going to all come back to that perfection. Yes, we'll get back over there. Yes. Perfect. Yes, thank you. We're going to be living in a perfect world. We're going to be worshiping God. Yes. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to need the sun no more. Mm 
because of God's glory that yes. light up everything. Praise Amen. God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And, and I was sharing this with Sherry. Man, just, just spending time with God and his word. And then when, when, when you allow the Holy Spirit to, to speak to you, and, and this is what God showed me. He goes, look at the people. Look at them. Look at them. What, are, what is their mindset on? Look at them. And I began to look at everybody. And what he told me was this. He goes, I created my people to worship me. Yeah. Yes, I created people, my, my children, to worship me, to honor me. You know, to, to, so, so that I may be glorified. Mm -hmm. Because look at all this that I have done for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then, look, I, I'm even giving them a way out. Yeah. Look, I even gave them my one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross. Yeah. But why? Look at them, he said. And then he goes, look. He goes, when they come, they don't worship me. Because they're, 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 they, they, don't, they, don't, they just don't do it for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But they're so focused. They're so focused on Michelle Luhan Grisham said, I'm going to wear this. So when I go into a building, I'm going to wear this. They're so focused on, on this. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to worship this. He goes, look at the people. Look at them. And there are, there are some like that. There are people like that. Yep, that's true. They say, put this on. And then if they don't see you wear this, they're like this. <laughs> see? They follow those people by what they say, but they don't listen to God. Of what he says in his word. Yes, exactly. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong. Okay? Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong. You can wear it. It's okay. Nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. What I'm getting at, and what this is what the Lord is saying, is he's saying, don't put all your focus in this. Mm -hmm. You keep your focus in my word. Yep. Yes. You keep your focus That's in my right. word. Hallelujah. You listen to me. You listen yes. to my word. Yes. Yes. Don't, don't listen to the world because the world it will deceive you. Yeah. Yes. Remember those two arrows? One goes up yeah. where you get raptured. The other one will continue to take you into the tribulation. Yep. You have a choice. Rapture, tribulation. Nothing wrong. You can wear this. I'm just saying don't make this over this. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. Because, because uh, when the tribulation starts, when the tribulation starts, who's going to set himself up in the temple? The Antichrist. And what does the Antichrist want? He wants people to what? Worship, Worship him. Okay, let's go here. Let's go look at this scripture. Go to Revelation. Okay. Give me a few minutes here. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Look at uh, Revelation chapter 6.
Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and read here out of the CEV. <coughs> All right, Revelation chapter 6, verse 1. It says, At the same time I saw the Lamb open the first of the seven seals. Okay? So, so who's being shown this? John. Okay? God took John and showed him this. Okay? He says, At the same time I saw a Lamb open the first of the seven seals. I heard one of the four living creatures shout, with a voice like thunder, it said, Come out. Then I saw a white horse. Its rider carried a bow and was given a crown. He had already won some victories, and he went out to win more. When the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come out. Then another horse came out. It was fiery red. And its rider was given the power to take away all peace from the earth. So people would slaughter one another. He was also given a big sword. Verse 5. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come out. Then I saw a black horse, and its rider had a balanced scale in one hand. I heard what sounded like a voice from somewhere among the four living creatures. It said, A leader of wheat will cost you a whole day's wages. Three liters of barley will cost you a day's wages too. But don't ruin the olive oil or the wine. When the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the four living, fourth living creature say, Come out! Then I saw a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death. And Death's kingdom followed close behind. They were given power over one-fourth of the earth, and they could kill its people with swords, famine, disease, and wild animals. Okay, so what we just read right here, this, this is going to take place during the tribulation. Yes. It's going to take place. So the first part of it is there's going to be a white horse that's going to be coming. Okay? Who sits on that white horse? Yeah, so it's not Jesus, uh -huh. it's the devil, it's the Antichrist. And, and see the devil, you know what, the devil, the, the Satan, you know what he tries to do? He's always trying, yes, to imitate, he's always trying to copy Jesus. He's always trying to copy, he's a copycatter. He wants to be all powerful like God, but he can't. He wants to be all-knowing, but he can't. Mm -hmm. That's why the blood is so important, because the blood of Jesus, there's so much power in the yes. blood yes. that even Satan tries to imitate that. Yep. And I've heard this from, from, um, from, from um, Satan worshipers. Satan worshipers that, that turned their life around because they found Jesus and they surrendered and they became a child of God. So now they share and they tell, they tell us, they tell people that what they've done when they were a saint worshiper. They said the reason why they did sacrifices was because they tried to make that blood pure and powerful like Jesus' blood. 
but they couldn't do it because only Jesus' blood has power. That's why apply, apply the blood of Jesus over your family, over your kids, spirit, soul, and body. Apply the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. There is power in the blood. So this right here, this first seal was 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 open. Okay, now, so who opens this seal? Who opens the scroll? Jesus. He's the only one that can open it. He's the only one. No other person can open the seal. Only Jesus. So, so during this tribulation. So, so think about it. Look, look at Jesus. What we're living in right now, we have a choice. We have an opportunity. We have a chance. So when he comes, look what he's doing. He's taking us out before he opens the seal. Before he opens them up. Before he does that. He's taking us out. He's taking us out. Amen. Is he taking you out? Yes. Is he taking you out? Yes. Or, see, he's doing that. And then, interesting about this, this person here. At the same time, I saw the lamb open the first of the seven seals. I heard one of the living creatures shout with a voice like thunder. It said, come out. Then I saw a white horse. Its rider carried a, look, a bow. What's a bow used for? Yeah. So he was only given a bow. He wasn't given the arrow. See? He wasn't. Because who has control over him? Yeah, Jesus. God. So during this tribulation, when these seals are being opened, when these judgments are being poured out, it's, it's Jesus that's allowing it to happen. Yep. And that's why he's opening them, opening them up. He's allowing them to happen. And, and then he says, and he was given a crown. But you know what? It's not the same crown that Jesus wears. It's not the same crown that you're going to wear. How many of you can wear a crown? See, that, that's another, that's a whole other Bible study. Yeah. Are you going to wear one crown? Yes. Two crowns? Yeah. yeah we're going we're gonna, to we're be wearing a crown. We're going to be wearing a crown. Praise the Lord. But this person right here was given a crown, but it's not the same crown. No, uh-uh, it was not. It isn't. So, so there's some scriptures here that I want you to read, but um, just, just write it down. Uh, Zechariah chapter 1, verse 7 through 11. And then Zechariah chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. Yeah, so Zechariah chapter 1. Verse 7 through 11. And then Zechariah chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. 
Amen. So actually, here let's go. Let's let's go back here. Let's go back to uh, Revelation. Chapter uh, 4. I, I was just writing down a bunch of notes. Yeah, before we, while, you are, while you're looking up Revelation uh, chapter 4, I, I want you to, to, to know this, this right here. So in Revelation, this will probably help you, okay? I want you to understand this. As, uh, as you read Reve Revelation, Revelation talks about this, look, past, present, and future. Yes. So, chapter 1 talks about the past. Chapter 2 and chapter 3 talks about the present. And then if you actually, if you go further back from the beginning of um, Revelation, remember there's seven churches? Mm -hmm. yep. Did you know that we're living through those times? Right. Yes. And I believe we're at the last church. Yes. I believe we're at the last church. And then anything from chapter 4 all the way to the end, it's future. Yeah, Revelation chapter 4, all the way to the end of the book, 22. is the future. So now you're in Revelation uh, chapter 4. Okay, Revelation chapter 4. Okay, look at, look, at, look at verse 1. So, verse 1 says, After this I looked and saw a door that opened into heaven. Then the voice that had spoken to me at first, and that sounded like a trumpet, said, Come up here, I will show you what must happen next. So this is God right here speaking to John. And then verse 2 says, Right then the Spirit took control of me, and there in heaven I saw a throne, and something sitting on it. The one who was sitting there, look, sparkled like precious Jones, stones of jasper and carnelian. And then look, a rainbow that looked like an emerald surrounded the throne. Twenty-four other thrones were in a circle around that throne. And each of these thrones, there was an elder dressed in white clothes Wearing a gold crown. Yes. And then verse 5. Flashes of lightning and roars of thunder came out from the throne in the center of the circle. Seven torches, which are the seven spirits of God, were burning in the front of the throne. Also in front of the throne was something that looked like a glass sea, clear as crystal. Around the throne in the center were four living creatures covered front and back with eyes. The first creature was like a lion. The second was like a bull. The third one had the face of a human. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings, and their bodies were covered with eyes. Day and night, 
They never stop singing. Look, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the all-powerful God who was and is and is and is coming. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. So this is a glimpse of Jesus. So right there where it talks about the seven spirits of God. Okay? So I'm just going to give you the scripture. So the seven spirits of God basically is this. Look, the seven spirits of God is basically this. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And then, if you were to... Um, if you were to look in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, those are the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, yes. the spirit of power, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of fear of the Lord. Those are the, the seven spirits right there. Amen. Praise Thank God. Jesus. Praise God. And, and Jesus is the only one that can open up these scrolls. And read the rest of chapter 6. Read the rest of chapter 6. Revelation? Oh, yeah. Revelation chapter 6. Read the, read the rest of that, that chapter. And then meditate on it. And um, there, there's, there's four horses. Okay? But there's seven seals all together. And this, this is what came to me, is this. Right now, everything that we're going through in this world is like a little taste of what the tribulation is going to be like. Yeah, that's true. But it's going to be worse. Yes. Worse. Because the only difference is this. Right now, we have the helper, which is the yeah. Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. The Holy yes. Spirit is helping us. Yep. Holy but... When we get into the tribulation, mm -hmm. those that get in there, there's no Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. No Holy Spirit. None. And right now, because of you, because of your faith, because of where you're standing, because of your belief, you are the one that is holding back everything. And tell Jesus calls you back. Then he takes you out. And then the tribulations can happen. Wow. You are the one by your prayers holding back and holding everything together in place. Praise God. You see why we come every Monday? You see why we come every Monday and we pray? We pray. We pray. And then right now, right now, we have this altar. You're free to come up to the altar and come before the Lord. During the tribulation, the only way you're going to get here is when you, when you face death in the tribulation. Because your body won't be here, but your spirit will be here at the altar. And that's what, that's what some of those seals will cause. And that's what it's going to talk about. You know, read, read the rest of it. There, there, there's just so much. We can't, we can't cover it in one Wednesday night. Yes. We, can't, we can't cover it in one month. We can't cover it in one year. You got to keep reading it, reading it, 
reading it, reading it, reading it. But I hope that what, what we brought out helps you, shows you what has to come, what has to take place, and then to not be afraid, but to rejoice. To thank God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then look at those questions that I gave you. Meditate on it. Read it. And then next week, if you have any questions, you know, bring it back. Bring it back. So we're going to continue to talk about the, the seals, and then we're also going to talk into the millennium. Yeah. Millennium, a thousand years. And then, and then why we're called the bride too. You know, there's going to be that wedding to take place. Wedding's going to take place. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for tonight. As we open up your word, Lord God, Father, Lord, let us all stand. Everybody stand. Just submit to yourself. Submit yourself to the Lord. Lift up your hands and just thank him. Thank the Lord God for, for that you are a child of God. That you are saved by the blood of Jesus. That you are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. That you have been set free by the blood of Jesus. That you are ready as the Lord comes and calls. That you will be taken up and that you will see, meet the Lord in the air. Just praise Him. Thank Him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word, Lord God. Oh, Father God, thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord God. The Holy Spirit that you have given to us, Lord God, to help us, to guide us, to lead us into all truth, into all understanding. Oh, Father God, we pray, Father, for our families, Lord God. We pray, Father, for our children, Lord God. We pray, Father, for our loved ones, Lord God, that they will come to the full knowledge of Christ, Lord God. That they have the mind of Christ, Lord God. That they will not be left behind, Lord God. Father, Lord, that they will be taken up as well, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, Lord, we just share your, your new, the good news with them, Father, Lord. That they will be saved and that they will be set free, Father God. Lord God, we worship you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father, Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father. We apply the blood, Father, Lord. We apply the blood, your precious blood, Father, Lord, over our spirit, soul, and body, Father, Lord. And we apply the blood. We plead the blood of Jesus over our family, Father, Lord, over our loved ones, Lord God, and those that do not know you, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, so that they will be free, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Father, Lord. You have not given us the spirit of fear, Lord God, but you have given us the power of, of self-control and of a sound mind. Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, your word is powerful, Lord God. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword, Father, Lord. But, Father God, your word brings life. You have given us life, Father, through your word, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, Lord, I pray, Father, for your children who are here tonight, Lord God, that you will just pour out your peace, Father God, among each and every one of them, Father Lord, that they will not worry, they will not fear, Father God, 
in the name of Jesus, Lord God. But they will just rejoice, Father Lord, that they will just be happy, Father God, because of your word, your promises, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we give you praise, Father Lord. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, Lord God. Oh, Father God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father God, thank you, Lord God. Oh, Father God, mighty, mighty God. Thank you, Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In the name of 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 Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. 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 All right. Victory. Victory. Oh, victory shall be mine. Victory. Oh, victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace, let the Lord fight my battle. Victory. Oh, victory shall be mine. Peace. With what the word says, we have our Bible, our Bible study starts at 6.30, so be on time. If you're going to come to our prayer meeting, that starts at 6.30, and if you come late, you miss out on parts of what we do, so learn to be on time. Yes, family. amen. The time is coming where we have to be on time. We yes. don't want to miss out. Yes. You don't want to miss out. It's very important. So I'm going to encourage you.